Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. All right, welcome back to Pad the Stats fantasy football podcast. It's been a little bit since our uh, rookie draft, I mean, I guess our rookie before our rookie draft when we discussed all the, you know, rookies um, for this year for 2020. But this is going to be a dynasty special podcast. We are going to talk about. We've had just a tidal wave of trades come in over the last uh, two, three weeks, and there's six trades specifically that we have. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about. So Pat Cotter and Jake Meyer are here. This is mostly going to be for, I guess, our league mates to kind of listen to. But it's for, you know, we're going to release this to the public as well. So you know, give you a little bit of a sense of the value on some of these guys in season, especially as it pertains to the way our dynasty league is set up. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit um, and how these players are going to play into, you know, certain owners in their respective runs over the the cycles of our dynasty league. So uh, Jake, Pat, I want to give you guys a chance to, uh, well, I want to introduce you first because it's been, it's been a while. We haven't done this in a while. So uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. You know, uh, eliminated right now, but kind of turning my focus towards the the draft. I've got a quite a bit of picks. You know, looking to be two in the top or four in the top thirteen. So pretty excited about that. So let's go. Hi, Jake. Oh, well, hi. You know, I'm I could be doing better because I was vying for my first dynasty title, and now my hopes and dreams are crushed. So, but I do, ha- I did make a trade in these last couple of weeks that is making my dynasty team a little more exciting. And that's the best thing about dynasty, as we always say, whether you're losing or winning dynasty fantasy football is always fun. You're always winning. Well, let's, let, let's start there then, Jake, let's start with your trade and the Kareem Hunt trade. And then we'll talk about my Joe Mixon trade before we get into, uh, the tidal wave that was last oh, night, December wow. 12th that, or December 2nd, that might change uh, totally electric. Um, I loved when you said that was electric. Cause oh, I used, I tweeted that out man. today. Cause I was like, man, he was so right there. Like that was electric. So we'll talk about that in a little bit, but first Jake, let's talk about the trade that you made. Um, when did you make that trade? That wasn't that long ago. Has it been a couple two weeks, weeks, a week, two weeks. Yeah. Two so, weeks. so let me go, go ahead, ahead and let me find yep, it the, here. I had it somewhere. Go ahead and go ahead and just break down the trade. I'll let you kind of break it down. So basically, uh, one of our league mates, Roops, uh, he was in the dynasty hunt along with myself, but he was very desperate for a running back um, or for a player. He came to me with the offer. He wanted Kareem Hunt. I said, well, James Conner, Kareem Hunt. He's like, I like Kareem Hunt a lot better. I'm like, okay, um, let's go with a first. And, you know, we kind of went back and forth and ended up, I wanted like a first and a third. He wanted a first and a fifth. We ended up selling on a first and a fourth. Um which I wasn't sure what at that point he could have, it could have been the ninth pick. It could have been the fifth pick. Luckily I ended up now that we know it is the fifth pick in the draft. Um, and I am ecstatic. Yeah. Because the way we do it in our league um, is if you miss playoffs, we base the draft picks on, you know, how many potential points your team could have had. It's basically if you to set your roster perfectly each week, kind of like a best ball setting. Um, and then we rank that, you know, based on who's got the least amount of points, most amount of points and this, and, uh, Roops, he 
is by far and away, you know, has the most points for a best ball league. Um, so he's going to have the fifth pick, you know, basically no matter what, even with this upcoming week. Um, he, he really has no chance of losing that spot. So, yes. Yeah, so Jake, that that worked out, you know, really well for you. Um, and it's funny because we were talking earlier this week. This was basically Kareem Hunt was a rental for you because I traded him to you, um, yes. you know, last year. So because I had Nick Chubb, so I traded him to you. So you turn it around and you end up getting, you know, like you said, it's going to be the fifth pick overall. So, again, that, that worked out. I mean, you got to be really happy the way that worked out for your team. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up moving him down like one spot, maybe two spots from what I, you know, eventually traded you. Um, but, you know, I'm very happy with that. That You know, Kareem Hunt was a great asset to me and carried me, you know, into the playoffs last year and was a good asset for me this year early on. Um, but I traded him, you know, or I got him from you with the intentions of hoping he'd move teams and he didn't. So for me to get a first round pick for Kareem Hunt, I was pretty damn happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we talked about that a lot where, you know, it's going to hurt Chubb's value. Chubb ended up being really, they were both, they were both very good in Cleveland's offense. So, you know, now you get him off, you know, off the books who with, you know, we know how running backs work. You better sell him at, at that point before it starts going downhill. Kind of like it turned out with me with Le'Veon where I was trying to, you know, flip him to you for a first round pick for a while. And we, we see so how that all kind of turned Thank out. Thank God so. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's really. That would have been that would have been a total wash. So, uh, Pat, I want you to chime in here a little bit. What you know? What do you think about Roops's deal there about getting Hunt? Uh, you know, obviously we know what happened now with his fire sale last night, and we'll get into that. But at the time, uh, how do you feel? that turned out for, for groups squad. Yeah. I'm trying to go back and kind of look at his team at the time so I can kind of get a better idea of it. Cause I mean, he needed a running back. His team is a very, his team was a very old team, but he was leading the way in our scoring system to get the, the dynasty title. Like we, we do a three-year title. Um, you need to basically have the most points, basically best team that does the best in the playoffs Rubes is currently there and even and he still could get it but at the time he's like okay i need to defend this um and i think it was a good trade at the time you know i think uh really it it, it ends up being better for jake because Rubes isn't going to make it and and really hunt hasn't been that great since um he acquired him and you know eight, eight points each yeah. week he's had for two weeks eight points each week. yes so. and and you know he ended up losing now um roops you know basically uh, he lost chris carson is kind of what spurred this trade i think um and it, i mean it yeah, hasn't sure. worked for him so you know the fact that he's kind of you know he hasn't made playoffs um he's had to sell the house now you know a cream hunt is going to be worth the that first round pick if you if like if you looked at his value today it would probably be worth like a late first round pick so he's going to lose a little bit of value especially since he threw in the fourth as kind of a you know a throw in but um a fair trade and i think jake it's what it, what you needed to do so i would give you you know like a b plus on that and i'd give roops like a, a c minus if he could have you know if he would have made playoffs and cream hunt would have been amazing it'd probably be equal but you know he loses in the trade overall all right, let's wind the clocks back to October 5th. And I made a trade. And again, this is where we talk about the cycles. Blockbuster. I needed to I needed to get yeah, this was a big one. 
I ended up trading for Joe Mixon. And I knew I was going to have to give up a lot, and I had the luxury to do so. I had three first-round picks in 2021. Um, I had traded Chris Godwin before his breakout, which I got definitely got fleeced on. Congrats to Mitch on that one. But I only got a first-round pick in return. I got the first-round pick for, from you, Jake, for Kareem Hunt in the first place. So I had three first-round picks. I had all this capital. I knew I had to flip it around because Le'Veon has not panned out. I have Nick Chubb. I have Aaron Jones. Um, but you know, I, I really needed another back to, to kind of get in that mix with, you know, my elite guys. And I mean, let's be real. I mean, Cam Akers to this point, you know, he's not living up to a first round pick, you know, it's, it's early, but it's the truth. So, uh, so I went out and I got Joe Mixon, um, and it's gonna, we'll talk about the, the other big trade, big running back trade I made here in a little bit, uh, you know, that when we're looking back on this mix and trade, you're wondering, Hmm, did I, did I overpay? Uh, but I gave up, no, I gave Jonah, I gave him, well, I, I don't think I did either. And I still feel good about this, but you know, you I gave up a 2021 20, for, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. Uh, I gave up a 2021 first, a 2021 third, and a 2022 first. So first round picks the next two years. Now, Jonah was, Jonah did, I thought a very good job here in, you know, saying, Hey, this is going to be conditional. I want your best of your three first round picks, uh, for 2021. So I have to give him the the top pick, which Jake is actually going to be your pick, which is going to be a top, what, three or four pick. Yeah. It's going to be third third or fourth or fourth. Yeah, so so he's gonna get that you know a top pick uh, this year, uh, top four pick this year, and then I had three third round picks, so I get the better of the third round picks. That's a lot to unpack, but the moral of the story is I gave him two firsts and a third. Um, how do you? I mean, and now Joe Mixon, which Jonah has been, it, it's crazy. He like he flips these guys, and you know AJ Green, and now Joe Mixon, and they get hurt. And Joe Mixon's been hurt this whole year. Now, ultimately, I want Joe Mixon for my second cycle run. I need him in years three through five to be a, you know, a big contributor on my team. Um, but Pat, this was, you know, obviously this was a an, another huge trade that came through. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it, it was one that you know you're going out and trying to really improve your team. You know, some for this year, and you were in right in the hunt with one of the strongest teams, you know, at the time for. Um, the dynasty title or in terms of like, you know, this year's ship. Um, but really, I mean, I know talking to you uh, that, you know, this was kind of a, a move to make your team very powerful over the next th- two, three years. And, you know, I really like it, especially with the, how the Bengals are looking at, you know, as long as Joe Burrow can come back from his injury, uh, it, Joe Mixon is going to be, you know, a premier back, you know, I think as long as they can, they, you know, they're going to, be looking to shore up that offensive line, which helps Joe Mixon, as well as Joe Burrow's a guy, as we know, who has thrown to the running back historically and like to throw to CEH. Now, we didn't get to see a lot of that this year. Joe Mixon's been up and down and, and has been injured, which is going to be a concern for you over the next couple of years because he has been a historically, you know, back that has been beaten up. But he is signed to a long-term deal, you know, so we'll see how long he can stay on that deal. Um, and uh, I, I like the trade overall. I thought it was pretty fair value. And for Jonah, 
he was a guy that was trying to blow up his team. You know, he was not competitive this year, is looking to um, really build up his team over the next two to three years. And uh, he really needed to get rid of a guy, Joe Mixon, who has been injured, has not lived up to the, uh, to his first round billing um, this year and uh, has, uh, you know, oh, you know, Jonah's not going to be competitive in the time that Joe Mixon is going to be viable. And he's just going to make Joe or Jonah. He's just going to keep Jonah in the middle. So Jonah's trying to lose so he can win later, uh, which I like. Yeah. Jake, uh, how do you feel about that trade? Do you think that Jonah got fair value or if you're in his shoes, are you happy about that deal? Honestly, if I'm in Jonah's shoes, I'm elated. I'm just thrilled. If I'm in your shoes, I'm a little worried, like just because he hasn't been on the field since you traded for him. Like that's concerning. Like I, agree I, know, with you. I know you only need him next year, but like, man, it, yeah, you want to see some production. You know, I do think he's going to be good. And I think if the only contingency is how many games is Burrow going to mix next year, maybe none, maybe six. We, we don't know yet. Um, I still think it's a good well, trade. Yeah, I I know, Jake. I agree with you 100. I'm a I'm a little bit worried about it too. I'm like, like I'm still happy. The, I made the, the trade. trade to, would you make the trade today? Well, or would, would you, you have made the, the trade, trade last week? Probably take. That's tough because he hey he went on IR now, which you, you probably could have got him for the, a first and two seconds now. Yeah. Yeah, and even though it's a dynasty league, it is hard to overlook the fact of what's going on right in the moment. Um, right. It's just human nature. So we look at Joe Mixon on the IR, and we think, okay, automatically value is decreased, which you're right. So would I have made the trade a week ago? Uh, I'd have been, you know, much felt much more reserved to do so. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm still happy about it, and I'm hoping that, that you know, in years four and five in the league, that that he really pans out but i mean pat jake like what's the difference between joe mixon's situation in other than joe burrow but well that's a pretty big one what's the i guess what i'm saying what is the difference between joe mixon's situation in cincy versus saquon's situation in new york like both bad offense lines it feels kind of similar doesn't it saquon's better though saquon's a better player but, and younger. right I, i'm not talking about the talent i'm not talking about the talent necessarily but we've continually seen like i mean pat you know like saquon has been now he's hurt now but he's been bottled up a lot i feel like yeah i think there's a lot more i think there's a lot more hope for mixing with burrow yeah no saquon, doubt i'm a little worried about these next two years i would 100 percent agree with that you know honestly you know team if you look at team outlook you got to be thinking the Bengals as long as joe burrow can come back healthy are on the uptrend where, I mean, you know, who knows where the Giants are going to be picking this year if they could get a guy like Justin Fields, and, you know, that really helps them out. I'm still not sold on Joe Judge as a coach. Well, I think Zach Taylor, maybe I feel a little bit better about him. I'm not sure yet either. But, uh, you know, I think the Bengals as a um, – with, with a three-year – with their three-year outlook, I feel better about them than where the Giants are at. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here and comparing the two players. All I'm saying is some of the situational stuff, it feels kind of similar. It's like these two talents, and Saquon, of, of course you're taking him, that the capital he's worth is is you know much more than Mixon. But it's like, man, you wish these talented backs could could just 
find that flow in a it's good just, situation. I mean, when it's just you made you made such a big trade, and like you want this blockbuster to know if it's going to pay off, but you're not going to find that out till next year. You just haven't because mm-hmm. no Burrow, Mixon's probably not going to make it back. Maybe a game or two, but it's just got to be ew, yeah. just worried. Yeah, and they got it. They have to improve the offensive line. I mean, you got to imagine that they're they're going to go pretty heavy there in the draft. Certainly. Um, well, they lost Pat. Did they lose a guy? Did they draft a guy this year and lose him to injury? Um, was that this year or was that no? Last that was year? last year. They lost. Didn't Andrew, they, they lose lost a tackle Andrew, to injury? Andrew Thomas. They lost her. Um, yeah, they lost her. Their their left no. tackle. They lost their left tackle. They dropped okay. Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams is who it was. Andrew Thomas who they drafted. Okay. This year. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. their their offensive lines okay. are very hurt. Uh, never mind, but it, but um, they need to uh, they need to address. Yeah, it. Well, and, and it's got it's got to get better. Be a top, certainly for mixing top but. pick. I still like it. I mean, Joe Mixon is still so you know, let uh, among talent. Let's move into the main event here. Uh, okay, so Jake, listen. So I haven't felt like that. This so. You know, you play sports in high school and like you feel like, you, you know, you get that that feeling of adrenaline and, and you get pumped up for, um, you know, a sporting event or something like you don't feel that like in your just everyday adult life, like too often, I feel like. And last night, like the juices were flowing like today. I was so excited this morning. I mean, you you felt the same way, right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it was just I mean, my fingers were just a pumping on that phone oh, last yeah. night for two hours straight. It was just, I was just getting the inside scoops left. And well, right. You were like Shefty the, last oh, night. It, I was literally like Shefty. It was unbelievable. You have no idea how much I knew about everything, Swan. It was wild. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's and, great. And, so and let's set the. Don't don't forget about don't forget about the trade that kind of kind of got this all all you know set this table for all this stuff. You know, me and me and Tony making the trade uh, for for Devonte Adams. Yeah, sorry. I wanted to talk about that first before that. That's a good point, C's. Um, yeah, so you guys had had made a trade. Uh, it would have been just the day before, right? Um, you ended up sending uh, Devonte Adams to Tony. Now you are kind of in a rebuild situation. You're you're shooting mm-hmm. to to stockpile some picks, which you did well. Um, talk about that trade a little bit. Break that down and and talk about the picks that you got in return and where you sit, you know, draft capital wise now. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause me and me and Tony had had a, had in the, in the preseason kind of before, you know, all before the draft, you know, kind of like August, um, we were kind of talking about a similar trade. Honestly, I was, I wanted to get uh Cortland Sutton and uh, carry on Johnson plus a first round pick for, for Devonte Adams. Um, he had shot that down. He did not want to, he thought that was too much for Devonte Adams at the time. And, um, you know, I've held on to him since and, uh, oh, thank God for that. Um, so now come to, come to this, I am out of the contention. I'm looking at trying to potentially even get my team in a better position to, you know, to get the third pick instead of this, the fourth overall pick. Um, and, Tony is looking to win the title. You know, he's looking to strengthen his team up. His team has faced a barrage of injuries, whether it be Cortland Sutton or Kenny Galladay. You know, Josh Adams is hurt now. He's lost OBJ. Uh, he's lost George Kittle. You know, these he's lost a lot of very valuable pieces on his dynasty team. So he's looking to kind of 
you know, make that final push. So he comes to me and he's asking, you know, what do you want um, for Devonte? Uh, and I told him I want two first round picks at least for Devonte. And he comes back. He's like, well, I have, you know, he's got a late first round pick this year. Um, he's probably going to you know, be one of the top two teams, but you know, after last night, who knows? Um, and uh, he also had uh, Jonah's second round pick, which is going to be a, you know, top two. It's going to be the, about the second or third pick in the first round. So I was like, you know what? I like the talent in this year's draft a lot for me to say, instead of taking two first to take the, a, a kind of a, you know, the 12th or 13th pick this year. Um, I also ended up getting a, a 22 second from or 22 third from him, um, giving him a fourth back. So it ended up being Giovanni Bernard, Devonte Adams, and a 2021 fourth round pick for Cortland Sutton, a first and a second this year, uh, basically a late first and a er really early second this year, and a third round pick next year. So, um, you know, I kind of got some value for a guy who's aging, got a younger player back who, you know, right now is his values low, as well as a lot of picks to continue to kind of build the depth out around my team. So what you got? What did you guys think of the, the trade overall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll chime in here real quick about the, the Sutton, you know, I'm, I, I like Sutton's talent. I've just never been one of those guys that looks at Sutton that hard. I feel like I just never get him on my teams. Um, but I, you know, certainly he popped a lot last year, made some, you know, fantastic catches, um, especially, you know, in the red zone, in the end zone. I think, you know, you get the young talent and you can build around Sutton now for years. Uh, so I think that's great. And to your point, you get him at a low point now that he's, you know, uh, the torn ACL, he's on IR. So, um, but hey, that's an injury that we're not that worried about in 2020. The guys pop back from that all the time. If it's an Achilles, that's one thing, but you're not as concerned about the ACL you know, these guys come back seems like stronger than than they did before sometimes, um, if that's even possible. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you get the first, you get the second, you get the third. And like you said, you, you're setting yourself up to get a lot of capital. And in a very good draft class in 2021, we think this is a, even a better, deeper class than 2020 was. Um, so I, I like it a lot. Jake, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was honestly a fair trade for both. Um, Tony gets what he wanted because me and Tony were talking. Guys don't score points on his bench. So these guys he'd be drafting, they'd probably be on his bench for freaking life, man. His roster is so stacked, stacked. that he, need, he might as well couple, you know, three players, you know, Sutton and his two draft picks, four Adams to make, you know, make the big play. And, you know, that put him before the extravagance that happened last night, that put him in the driver's seat to be by far and away the best team in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, and he, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with both of you guys. He went ahead and made the move to put himself, he knows he's in contention right now. He's in win-now mode. He goes out, he gets Devontae Adams. Um, and if I'm him, while, you know, I, I, I talked about Sutton on the side of, hey, Pat, you're, you're confident that, that he's a young guy, very talented receiver. He's going to come back from that injury. Well, Tony's thinking, hey, I'm, you know, you know, I'm able to, you know, sell this guy right now. He, he just tore his ACL. So, and I'm getting, you know, one of the three, four best receivers uh, in the game back in return. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, he's setting himself up to contend immediately, which is exactly what he wanted to do. And Jake, this opened up a, the floodgates open then Tony even said, you know, if I would have, wouldn't have made that Devonte trade, would any of this next, these next things happened? So basically I mean, what, what, you, what, would you, did you feel like, holy shit, I need to gear up because you know, you can't compete. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I was just about to say. So last night, Dave comes out and you know, we call him Roops. He's our, he's our, you know, one of our best friends. This is all of, of, of our friends league. It's a 10 man league, but um, we call him Roops. So if you hear, say Dave or Roops, it's, it's the same person. It's the same, uh, you know, owner. Um, but Dave, you know, is now out of contention. He's still sitting good with, you know, in, in terms of dynasty points, uh, you know, for the playoffs, for the overall three year dynasty champion that we crown that we give the trophy to. Exactly. So he's, there's, Another uh, member of our league, Steve, who is you know, battling Dave to try to win that trophy. And with Dave out of contention to make the playoffs, he can't uh, he can't accrue points. He's not going to be able to to, you know, um, kind of duel Steve for this thing. So he's got to try to he thinks, well, I need to block Steve. I need to do something to, um, you know, I. I I need to rebuild because I have a lot of older veterans anyway, even though my team is, you know, pretty top heavy and, and stacked with some, you know, elite guys. It, it was a good team. It was a, yeah, it was a really he good was team. scoring I mean, points he, this year. He, he just, scored. his record was terrible because he just bad matchups yep. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that kind of sets the table for where Roops' mindset was. He, you know, wanted to, to have a fire sale essentially. And that's exactly what he did. So we get a text last night. Things are in the works, Jake. You're you're in the middle of this. So for first, boom, the first cannon goes off, and Mitch comes out with a breaking news trade. Um, I'm telling you, but Roops. Well, let, let me go Roops, ahead. Go ahead. You break this one yeah. down. You talk about this so, one a little bit. This first one. So Roops, we in the WhatsApp, we have our WhatsApp group message. If you have a fantasy football league, you got to have a group message, or you're doing it wrong. So we have this group message. Absolutely, Roops. Group sends this to a group message. Says, "Hey boys, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but hey boys, fire sale time. Selling to the top four guys to basically block Steve. He's selling to Mitch, Corey, Tony, um, and Swanee. Okay, so he's selling to the top four guys, trying to give those guys players to make sure Steve loses in the playoffs. Immediately, five minutes in, I text Roops, and he already has three guys biting the hook. He already has three guys trying to inquire the big-time guys. I'm like, holy cow, this this could get – and in a matter of 20 minutes, we have the first trade go down. Go ahead and break it down, Swanee. Yeah, so I'll just highlight it here. I'm going to get you guys' take, and we'll break each one of these down pretty in-depth. Um, but Roops ends up getting – well, let's talk about it from Mitch's angle. Mitch ends up going at Roops, says, hey, you know, and he needs a tight end. He needs a tight end to complete his team. No he's got stories. a really good team. Yeah, he needs a really he has a, he has a good team, but he's got uh, you know I think he had Gronk. Uh, uh, OJ Howard. Howard. What else? He had OJ Howard. Jordan Reed. He's got Austin Hooper. You know, guys like that. Um, Logan Thomas. Like guys that like you know you can't rely on week to week, especially as a, a top end team in a ten team league. And he needed like that was his weak point. That was the only spot in his team that was 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 below average, even terrible. So, 
So Mitch is sitting in second right now. He knows he has a chance to go get the title regular season um, or the the dynasty title um, for this year. So he trades. He he gets Travis Kelsey, sends Dave a, a third round pick in this year and a fifth round pick in twenty twenty two, and um, or gets that and then and Roops gets Juju. Uh, 2021 second and a 2022 first from Mitch. So Kelsey for Kelsey, a third and a fifth for a first next year, a second this year and and Juju Pat thoughts on this trade. I I mean, I thought it was perfect for both teams. You know, it's a, it's, I think it was a very fair trade. You know, Kelsey is basically right now in a league of his own. It's him and then like, you know, and then and then nobody, you know, there's a huge drop off between what Kelsey's producing and then what like guys like uh, Waller um, are producing. It's it's just it's just ridiculous, you know, without Kittle out there, um, it's it's he's in a league of his own and that's all. He's He's so much more valuable. Um, than anybody else. And Mitch is a team that it, that's all he needed. That's all he, that's all he needed. He had, he had come to me and, and asked for, asked for Hunter Henry, um, low ball me a little bit. Uh, but, um, you know, Hunter Henry's kind of a, he's a, you know, he's okay, but Kelsey is that piece that's going to get you a, a title. And Mitch went and got it and his team, you know, he had a little bit of depth to get rid of. He didn't need those draft picks in terms of, um, you know, filling out the end of his roster. Uh, so he did what he needed to do. Uh, Juju is going to be a guy who could be on the move. You never know what is going to happen, but for roots, he's still very young. What he's like 23, 24 years old. Um, as well as roots picking up another first round pick, um, in two years and getting a second this year, he literally, well, we need to preface this too, by saying that roots literally had sold the farm to try to get him himself that dynasty title. Um, so he had no picks this year, basically until the fifth round, and he he was even very depleted next in next year's draft class. So he needed to go out and get picks to help rebuild his old team. So getting picks, you know, for a guy like Kelsey, who really isn't going to help him when he's going to be competitive again, is was was huge. I think it was a fair so, trade yeah, across the board. I, so I like that that what Mitch did. I applaud Mitch for saying, "Hey, I'm going to get this thing." And that's exactly what he did, and I applaud him for that. But I think Roop's got the better value here, in my opinion. Hundred percent. That, that first round pick next year, getting a second round pick this year. Now I know it's gonna they're gonna be late picks, uh, more than likely. Even the twenty twenty two is gonna be more like a you know, given Mitch's outlook for the second cycle, that's a back end first round pick um, in a twenty twenty two class that we project is not quite as strong. But regardless. I, I like what Rubes did here. He gets Juju, who's going to be a free agent more than likely. Probably not going to be in Pittsburgh next year. Uh, we'll see where he winds up. Still a young, very, very young receiver because he came into the league so young. I think I think he's still 23, 20, maybe 24 years old. Um, so the fact of the matter is, uh, I think Rubes gets a lot in return here. Jake, do you agree? You, th- you, you said you think Rubes got a little bit better of the deal, but you also agree that, that this was a great move by Mitch? I mean, it was a hundred percent fair trade if you look at it just on paper. But you gotta remember what was happening here. Roops was fire sailing and Roops wanted to sell these guys to block Steve. If I were Mitch, I would have played a little bit more hardball and kind mm-hmm. of been like, eh, you know, I'm helping you out here. Basically you're give I'm giving you an imaginary second second round pick, say. You know what I mean? Like that's 
it, you know, I think Roops had to lose that trade because of the timing of it all. Roops got Juju and a first-round pick. I think it would have been more fair, if I'm being honest, if it would have just been Travis Kelsey for a first-round pick. Probably wouldn't have seemed like enough on the surface, but I think... You think Roops would have taken it? I, I don't know, but I, I feel like Juju... I think Stroops undervalued Juju. Now, I know he's on the decline right now, so it's a great time to buy for Roops. But Juju, you got we got to remember how good Juju was two years ago. Oh, yeah. And he could go to a good team. Well, if he or stay with the team. Yeah, but he goes to what, what if he goes to Miami? Yeah. I don't think I don't think that a, just a first, though, for Kelsey if it's a 2022, like, let's just say it's 1.9. Right. The 2022. I don't think that's enough. Now the other, the 2022 is a big difference from 2021. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I, in Jake's favor too here is that Mitch is probably his only partner for Kelsey. Um, you know, Tony wasn't going to give him much because he's already got Kittle, although he could use him in terms of going out for getting it this year. Um, Swan, you already have Ertz and Goddard. So you're fine. Um, you know, and you guys, that was kind of the trade partner. So I, I think that um, if Mitch kind of would have thought about it a little more, even maybe even just getting that, keeping that second round pick, I think that, you know, I, I still think that. I think that uh, keeping Juju was a big problem. Look at his wide receiver depth now. It's not very good. No, it's not. I mean, he, he definitely is kind of selling out the farm to try to get that this year, but it, it might ca- cause him some problems. A little longer term. Now, I mean, he still has, has no picks. He still has DK. He still has Tyree Kill. He still has um, Chris uh, Godwin. Chris Godwin. So they, all his guys are very young. But yeah, it, a, a year like this where you know guys are dropping off and guys are kind of falling apart or getting COVID, you know, the depth is really what's going to be very important. So um, who knows if it comes back to bite him or not? All right. So Mitch going to get this thing. He starts everything off. Uh, Roops, I would say well done. Nice job in, in getting a pretty good haul there for Kelsey. Um, so but give, again, you guys are giving... nice job, Mitch for going. I, I, you know, are you asking yeah, for a grade? Yeah, I'm asking for letter grades here. I give Roops an A minus and Stroops a B minus. I, I honestly, that's a, that's, that's about what I was thinking. I, I would maybe give Mitch a B, um, just cause you know, he's got a, a vision in sight here. He knows what he wants to do. He Roops came out said, "Hey, I'm having a fire sale," and he went and made a move. And I'm I applaud that. Yeah, I'd say the A minus B for that one. A A for Roops, B minus. Okay, so. Yep, B minus for or B for, for Mitch. Mitch yeah. You said B for Mitch. Yeah, B for Mitch. I'll give a B for Mitch as well. Um, so that kicked things off. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, when Roops originally said i'm having a fire sale come get these guys i'm thinking okay well whatever i kind of brushed over it at first um because i just made this trade for mixon i'm like okay i'm i'm I really like my team um i have a lot of young receivers you know terry mclaurin dj moore uh, calvin ridley i traded for chase claypool earlier in the year um i had christian kirk i had a good draft with you know labisca um, I felt really good about where they were. And then I had Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon for the second cycle. I have Le'Veon who's obviously fallen off the face of the earth. Horse. And I already talked about Cam Akers. Yeah. So uh, I felt good about my team and I wasn't initially going to make a move, but Mitch comes out and 
just says, hey, screw this. I'm going for this thing. And I'm like, well, shit, I, I have to do work. something now. Like, oh, yeah, man. exactly. I'm, I thought, I the, well, shit, I got to do something. Am I, am I falling behind these two juggernauts? Oh, no. That's what you were thinking. Right. And that's the other thing, Jake, is is Tony's team. I'm looking at both these guys. I'm looking at Mitch, who's having a great year, and he just made his team even str- more complete and stronger. And Tony's team, like we talked about, is already off the charts. I know he's dealt with some injuries, but the fact of the matter is he's going to be a force the next three years. Um, so I had to make a move. And I thought, well, I'm I'm going to go after the running back position again. He wants to get rid of all these guys. I'm, I said, Kamara. Give it, give them to me. So I, 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 I hit up Roops. It was going back and forth, and we, you know, we worked through some things. There were some variations back and forth in the, the negotiations. These were just long minor negotiations. Things. I, won't, I won't get all into it, but it, yes, Pat, it was very long. There were we were talking about different picks and draft capital and all this stuff. And he wanted to. There was a point where he wanted to to throw in Matt Ryan, but I was giving up a little bit what I thought was too much. Now, my point of view was I already Schefter gave a lot of capital over here away. Might have known a thing or two. What's that? I said Schefter over here might have known the, whole, the thing or two. Yeah, I know. I know you did. I know you, you had everything close to the vest over there. Uh, nicely done, by the way. I Yeah, nicely done. Um, so I had all this draft capital um, that, you know, some of it I had given away from Mixon. And, but I still had a good bit. I still had two first round picks this year. Uh, I had a second, I have two thirds. So I have five picks in the first three rounds. Um, I had already traded my 2022 first in part of that Mixon deal. So I didn't have that. Um, but I ended up what we settled on. I got Alvin Kamara, Kamara, a 2022 third. So now I have two thirds in, in 2022, a second and two third, or I don't have a second. I actually gave... Dave in return, a 2021 first, a 2021 third, one of my two picks there, and then a 2022 second and DJ Moore. You guys know I love DJ Moore. Uh, He's 23 years old still. You know, he's given the circumstances. I think he's having a good year, a pretty solid year with Robbie Anderson kind of emerging. And I'm not a fan of Teddy Bridgewater, but I think he's having a solid year. And I still think that his ceiling is very, very high. Um, but I knew I had to make, had to make a splash move like these guys were. Um, ah, huge. so, it, but the, the one key here was the one key is I did not want to give up. I know how strong this class is and I still wanted to keep intact. I'll toot my horn here a little bit, but I wanted to keep intact draft capital for this year. And I think I did that. I still have a first round, a first, second, third. I have a, it picks in rounds one through seven. Uh, we do an eight man rookie and free agent draft. Uh, in the spring, but um, I kept, you know, draft capital for this year. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with it and I'll leave it at that. I want you guys to talk about this trade a little bit more, um, but I just wanted to kind of break down my thought process where I was and I knew I had to compete with these guys. So I said, you know what? I, I, I love DJ. It, it hurts me to part ways with him, but I have a lot of other receivers. I felt like I, I could still go out this year. Um, I, I do need to get another quarterback, but if I wanted to draft another receiver, there's plenty of them in 2021 that I could get. And I thought, you know, let's do this thing. So I, what do you, I mean, what do you guys think? Jake, I know you, I know you like it, but what do you guys think in, in all from both sides for me and, and Dave's side? I mean, I, I mean, 
judging by cover, looks like you, you know, you got the best player. You, when you look at trades, who got the best player in the trade? You got the best player in the trade. That's most of the time who wins the trade. That's just, you know, a rule of thumb. But, you know, Roops did a good job getting a young receiver again. So now he has DJ Moore and Juju from the last two trades, plus two first-round picks. Um, so I think Roops did an okay, but Kamara is a special, special, you know, I don't want to say once in a decade, but a couple times in a decade type of player where I just don't know if you give away for, I mean, basically he got two first for him with DJ Moore and a first, but I would have wanted just a little bit more. But like I said, in the last trade Roops was in a situation where he was trading an imaginary second round pick because he wanted Steve to lose. So he wanted you to have Camara so he, you could beat Steve in the playoffs. Could you imagine me and Steve in the situation first? Stop the yeah, like, yeah. It's got to be. Oh my god! Oh no! Yeah, I, Steve, oh. if you're gonna li- if you're listening to this, you're gonna listen to this. Like, I get it. Uh, it's tough. It, it this is you took it. You know, you got to take it. The competition of it, but um, yeah, I mean, hey, we we all went out and made these moves, um, and. Hey, let's see how this thing shakes out. It's fantasy but, football. I mean, yeah, it, so you never know. I think, you know, you take both parties into account. I think it was a good trade for both. I think Roops gave him away for a little cheap. Swanee took advantage of a perk situation. I tried to get Kamara too, but Roops did not want to give him to me because I wasn't in contention. Yep, I, I couldn't I, even get to the table. I asked I, for him I wouldn't too. give him more. I was, I was inquiring too. So Jake, Jake. Jake, real quick, Pat, I want to get your take on this, but Jake, real quick, do you, so if it would have been DJ Moore, instead of a 2021 third, if I would have given him a, a first this year, a second this year, a second next year in DJ Moore, so basically just bump up around from the third to the second this year, would that have been enough to to sway it for you? It depends on what class you're talking. If you say this year, yeah, like 2022 class, the second round late picks are trash in my opinion, but you know. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot could change. Yeah, but this year looks like this year looks like it's going to be a deep class. Next next year, currently, you know, you don't. It's hard, but yeah, I think you know a lot of guys that might have flashed this year could easily be be kind of be put on the back burner, not being seen as much, just because you know it's been a, a weird year to say the least. So, um, I, I honestly think that this is a. I mean, I, I look at the trade and I look at it. Say, I'm, I'm the Kamara owner. I look at this trade and I'm like. To give up a number one, you know, like your 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 dynasty cornerstone piece, Alvin Kamara, like that is a guy who who that's your that's your that's your dude, like that's your 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 put your the rock. team on his back. That's your rock. To get rid of him for you know DJ Moore, who I really like, you know, I like his outlook. He's very young, uh, and a first round pick, a late first round pick. I just look at this trade. I'm like, I don't. While it might be fair on the calculator, I just don't know if I would do that for Kamara. And 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 you know, gotta think for Roofs. Like, did he really need to get rid of Kamara? Like, Kamara is a guy that I think he could have tried to keep through his rebuild and try to continue to rebuild around him, or potentially get rid of him like next year and, and try to get the value. But is his value is his value going to go down? No, like, not you next know year. I mean? I mean, if you gotta think too, Taysom Hill scares me a little bit. Well, what happens if Breeze retires at the end of the year, which we think he's going to? You know, with Taysom Hill throwing the ball to him, not throwing the ball to him, maybe Kamara is a bust next year, seen as a lot less valuable. But it's just, to me, it didn't, 
I, I didn't look at the at what Roop's got back and say, okay, this is what I want for a dynasty cornerstone. Yeah, and I I agree with you guys, Jake. Your point of you know what's the future with Breeze, and uh, some of this does hinge on that. Some you know his value, Kamara that is, hinges on what Breeze does. Um, we'll see how that shakes out, and I, and I took that under consideration for sure. I also looked into his contract and said, okay, when, you know, when, if the saints, do they want to get out from under this deal? It looks like in 2024, there's a window, but I was very, that's since they, you know, they just locked him up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly that. And that's, that's, I looked at that and I said, okay, I'm, I feel pretty good about this. I feel pretty good about his, his situation in uh, new Orleans, even with the uncertainty of breeze and his future and the contract. I said, okay, this, this is enough. Um, even to give up somebody that I really like long-term and a young receiver. Um, I, you know, I felt like this was the move that I had to make to put my, myself in the best position to really contend this year. Cause I'm going to be in the playoffs. Um, I can't win the, the dynasty trophy, um, cause I don't have enough points. Um, but I can, you know, I can, I can set myself up for the next couple years as well. And you still now, get your name on the trophy this year. It will, and still, and that, exactly. I mean, that, that we're still playing for something this year. There's no question about it. Um, all right, guys, let's, let's wrap this thing up with the last pick that came through. Let's get some letter. I grades. think this was the last, let's get some letter grades for that last. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Pat. You go, Pat, you go first. And then Jake, I mean, I'm going to give you an A for going out and getting Kamara. You know, you're going to that dice cornerstone. Like I said, I'm going to give Roops a B on this one because, you know, while he did get fairish value, um, it didn't feel like enough to sell your 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 best player. I mean, honestly, when how many times you go out to be able to get a dynasty cornerstone like Kamara? I'm giving you an A plus because you got him on the cheap, and I'm honestly giving Roops for this trade specifically. He had a great night, in my opinion. If you cup it all up, he had a great night. But for this trade specifically, I'm giving Roops like a D plus because he could have sold this for Kamara. Two years from now. Yeah. I, the only reason to make this yeah. trade right now, the only reason to make this trade right now is to block Steve from winning a championship. And if you end up playing Steve and Kamara goes for 45, then it's worth it. And then Roops gets an A plus for this trade. That's that's the facts. <laughs> I, it's funny because yeah. I was, uh, I wanted to try to get Swan to work in a conditional pick for uh, if he beat beat steve like you know like you say if i beat steve then that 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 second round pick turns into a third round pick or something like that so you know i thought that would have been funny we were dying over that that was great that was great i i love that and i i was so glad that you thought of something like that and i was gonna say something but it's like you know what it's gonna make, <laughs> it, gonna make it i've already been in negotiations thing. i'm just gonna let this i'm just gonna try to play this thing out it's and because i'm yeah like Jake, Jake, like you said, like I'm sitting here also kind of sweating because I'm like, man, I have a chance to get Camara. Like I don't want to, I don't want to screw this thing up. Like this could be the biggest and trade. And by the capital to get him. Like I thought my 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 Devonte Adams trade was gonna be like you know that's the blockbuster trade of like this cycle. It might be the biggest trade to go through in a couple of years, but you know then you come out with the Kamara trade. Like Devonte Adams is a cornerstone too, but not quite in the level as what you can get from a running back. So you know to get a guy like there's not too many opportunities where a guy like Kamara is gonna be coming on the market. So you know, a plus, you know, great job, Swan, for for going to get him. Okay, so Tony makes his move two nights ago. 
and then Mitch comes and makes his move for Kelsey, and then I make my move, and then Tony says, uh-uh, wait a minute, I'm not done here. I'm going to make one more move with Roops. Uh, Roops is not done with his fire sale yet. Um, this came a little bit after the uh, the Kelsey and the Camara trades, yep. um, but we got one more big we got one more big splash for for the night. So uh, Tony goes out and gets Matt Ryan and Chris Carson. And I'll be honest, I was thinking for a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, I wonder what I could get for Carson. I feel like it would be pretty fair. I feel like I could get him for pretty fairly cheap, right? I, I did think about it for a second, but I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna go for for my big fish. But Tony already got his big fish in Devonte, but he goes out and he he adds to an already stacked roster. I like it. Uh, he gets Chris Carson and Matt Ryan. He sends away to Dave a 2022 first, a 2021 fourth, and Gio Bernard. So that 2022 first is going to be a late pick and. You know, Tony's thinking, okay, that's going to be either the ninth or the tenth pick, hopefully, in that for you know the first round, which is in a in a draft that we don't think is going to be quite as good as the the last two, um, including twenty twenty one. So I I like this from you know Tony's perspective, going out and getting another solid piece in Carson. Now looking ahead, he is a free agent after this season. He's twenty six. He'll be twenty seven next year. Not sure where he's going to wind up, um, but I think he needed to solidify the quarterback position a little bit. Pat, he gets Matt Ryan. I know he had Baker. I like what he did here. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love this trade for Tony. Like this, this is this is like this is he went and just kind of took Roops' ball and just kicked it out, kicked it out of the field after this one. Like this is this was terrible. I thought this was a, a horrendous trade for Roops. Like. Um, I mean, I get it. You're trying to sell, but you did not get nearly any kind of value. This this was like maybe for just Matt Ryan, a first round pick in two years would have been OK. But like, you know, you had Chris Carson in there. Who knows? I mean, who knows where he's going to be? I think he's a guy that you can consider selling. But, you know, he could easily be back with the Seahawks next year and be a top, you know, top 20 back. You know, I mean, they're even top 10 back. You know, if, if he can stay healthy, he's, he's very good. He's a very solid piece. And for Tony to add him and him be basically a depth piece, you know, that's huge. And you get Matt Ryan to give you a solid, you know, 18 to 20 points a week, especially considering he had Baker and Derek Carr who are up and down. So um, I love this trade for Tony. I think this was, you know, just kind of going in and taking advantage of a good situation. Good points, Pat. Uh, Jake, Pat and I were talking about this earlier. Why trade Matt Ryan? Why not trade, say, you know, Tom Brady in this situation? Forty-three-year-old yep. Tom Brady. You still got Matt Ryan, who's going to have years under the belt. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on that part of it? It's hard for me because I'm not a big Matt Ryan guy. Um, I mean, what is Matt Ryan? Thirty-five. He's right? probably yeah, thirty-four, thirty-five. I can can kind of confirm that here. So. I mean, realistically, how many more years does he have? I mean, are are we not a year or two away from, especially with, with the Falcons sucking, them drafting a quarterback and kicking him out of the nest? No, I mean, there, the, I don't. I don't. Yeah, think he'll be thirty six. He'll be thirty six in May. I don't think there's any you think way he's that, playing that good of football. I don't think there's any way they're drafting a quarterback. I mean, uh, he's still he's they still have there's to owe six him. Quarterbacks are going in the first round. They, they might still, take one this year. They still owe him so much money over the next three years that there's no way that they have an out on him. 
I, I think that he's still in Atlanta for the next three years, and there's nothing that's going to happen with there. To me, like I, 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 I still think he's a good quarterback. Like uh, he might not be like I mean, he still might not be like you know your top ten, but like he's uh, eleven at least. You know, I, I think he's fine. I don't think he is the problem in Atlanta. So I mean, the calculators have it. You know, far and away, Roops lost that trade. But in Roops' situation, if he does keep Matt Ryan and Chris Carson, they're dead horses in two years. Unlike Alvin Kamara, where. Alvin Kamara probably still has a similar value to what he traded him for two years from now. Yeah, and I'm these just, two. I'm getting rid of Brady. I'm getting rid of Brady. I'm not getting rid of Matt Ryan. But so you're Jake, not, do he's you... not getting the first round, right? If he would have got Brady and Carson, for Brady and Carson a first for, round for a first pick round pick is fair. It's fair value. Sense. It's fair value. Uh, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, and Chris Carson, Chris Carson should have got a first and a second. He should have got at least a first and a second. Honestly, two firsts. Two firsts is exactly. They're both worth they a bit. In, yeah. Yeah. Late first, both late first. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think that he should have got at least two first round picks for 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 these. Well, a first round pick for each one of them, late first, and a, a first and a second. You could say, okay, fine, um, but it just it just they it was an unnecessary move to me. Um, so I like, I I I think I think Tony like dominated this. I'd give Tony an A plus, and I would give Roops an F for this trade. Jake, your grades. Um, you just never know what that first round pick could turn into. So I'm giving Roops. And it's a first round pick of two years. Don't don't forget that. It's a first round pick of two years. So he doesn't literally get any. And it's it's eight, nine or 10. Yeah. Because Tony's not missing the playoffs ever again. So. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying. I don't like it either. I'm not a big fan of it either from, from Roops's perspective. I'll go in the middle and I'll say it's a, a D or a D plus. Um, I'm I'm with you, Pat. I mean, I just don't. You get geo, whatever. Here's my thing is fourth, with, whatever. With the capital Tony had, is Matt Ryan what he's looking for? I mean, he has so he has no holes except for like QB two. So, so it's so, Jake. It sounds like from if you're in Tony's shoes, you would not have sent away what he sent. If I'm even in though, Tony's shoes, no, I guess I would have took it. But honestly, I would have added in another first and tried to get Josh Allen. I I I. I think if i remember correctly was, i talked to tony and he said he tried to get josh allen but roops wasn't budging on him which is smart for for, for, for roops you know i if, right. if roops would have got rid of even if, if if you would have threw in josh allen here and gave him an extra first i would have still i would have said this is an even worse trade right because josh allen well, didn't in firsts. in dave's message in in dave's message did wasn't allen the first player he listed in, in yes. saying hey that he's he's available in this fire sale Interesting. I, yeah, I think uh, there'll be a couple Which guys. I thought, that was weird. I thought that was weird. I could Schefter, be wrong about that, but I thought that was Schefter, weird. Schefter, Schefter may have been nice to him and told him he's pretty valuable. Be careful. <laughs> Probably a good move by Schefter. For integrity of the league. SB, SBC Shefty. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you're, all right, you're, you're all right there, Varys. <laughs> there, maybe more, maybe more like little maybe uh, more like little finger <laughs> jake did you create did you create that um that graphic for uh sbc salt their salt giveaway that's pretty yeah. nice that's yeah, pretty I great that. i like that i like that did a lot. you i like Fine. that yeah. yeah nice work you yes, market man sales and marketing nice work yeah. oh, multifaceted yeah. man need to keep doing more of it 
All right, guys, let's let's wrap this thing up. Um, we are almost in an hour, um, but this was uh, this, this is was awesome. This was um, I, hope, I hope the whole league listens to it. Fantastic, guys. Um, you know, nice and work hey, last night. Any is anybody yeah. listening to this is not in our league. Hit us up on Twitter at Pad the Stats for trade questions. We're, we'll answer them oh, anytime. Yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. We're, I mean, we're in full dynasty like mode and thinking right now. Like, <laughs> I think our brains are all like on oh, right now about this off. because we. Yeah, and and this well, that's I mean, true. But <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, anytime I'm I'm, I'm on oh, the yeah. trade wire, man. and I'm 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 kind of <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uh, switched over towards like the okay, let's look into the draft. You know, I've already even like looking. Okay, where am I at in the draft? What kind of guys am I going to be looking at? So I'm already fully into the um, into next year's class. So if you need to have any questions about you know for the class coming up, let me know. Yeah, uh, I knew that earlier when I, whenever I asked you about. Um, I figured you had already started charting guys like height, weight, like 40 times and stuff, even though we like, we don't have a ton of that information yet, but I know you're, I know you're doing oh, yeah. your leg work already. Oh yeah. Um, which is, which is good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the 2021 draft. What happened last night makes this even more exciting for the next cycle. So again, kudos to, uh, kudos to all of our league members who, you know, were active. Um, this has been a really, really fun year. We knew it was going to be a big year, and I think we got a lot of good activity to for you know guys trying to jockey to win this year, but then also set yourselves up for the next cycle. And look, props to you, Roops, too. Um, I'm talking to you when I say you know not just to Tony and Mitch, um, and I'll give myself a pat on the back, but you too. I mean, you you went out and while we don't we didn't necessarily agree with some of the hauls you got on some guys, you're still. This is what you were willing to have a fire sale to to exactly Pat. I mean, he he needed to go out and load up on draft capital because he didn't have any. And it's funny because we were looking at his capital earlier for 2021, and he didn't have any of his picks rounds like one through four. Yeah, no, he didn't have any. He ended up getting. Yeah, so now he has at least he has picks. I think in every round for this year, and then Um, and then three first round four. Three four first round picks next year and two second round picks. So, I mean, he really he's building for his future, um, which is what he needed to do. His team was very old, you know. Uh, this is and and everybody else in the league like take this as a as a as a note. I was worried about him. This is what you need to do if your team is like you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, can I compete next year? Can I pe- compete in two years? And if you're saying no to one of those two things, or or you know. You need to like say, okay, what can I do to put myself in position to compete down the line? Because your team's just going to get older. So if you don't have young guys, if you can't compete anytime soon, blow it up and be bad so you can get good. Don't just linger in the middle. Like Jonah, and that's exactly groups props. Exactly what we envisioned and we really wanted uh, with these short windows, these three-year windows, is these you know splash moves. Um, at shorter periods because we have a, you know, there's a shorter finish line um, and there's, you know, you know, more finish lines, more target goals in shorter periods of time that guys are aiming for. So this, I think just really magnifies that Um, really quick before I, you know, we kind of put a bow on this thing. um, I just want to recap what Roops did. Uh, Jake, you recapped this nicely. So he sent away Kamara, Kelsey, Carson, and Matt Ryan. A 2021, um, 
Was that a fifth? Yep. Or a, th- a, fifth. a third? Got- 21 who had fifth and a 2022 early third. In return, he gets Juju and DJ Moore, two young receivers, mm-hmm. both, I think, 23 years old. Um, a 2021 first, a 2021 second, a 2021 third, 2022 first. I'm sorry, two 2022 firsts and a 2022 second. Um, so there's three first round picks, two second round picks, and a third. So again, props groups for you know going out and making sure you have draft capital for years to come. And, and you know, if, and hey guys, if I was him, I'd still be looking we'll to sell you out. guys. Like he's still got guys like Julio. He's still got you know Brady. Like see if you can make them move too. You know that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, again, props to to everybody that was active and good luck to the contenders for this year and good luck to the, to the contenders for the three-year title. Yeah, as we're about to wrap we'll up talk the to third year. Uh, wow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We'll, we'll talk to everybody uh, again soon, I guess. See you later. Yep. Bye.